You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. You're listening to NBC Sports Radio. Sports Radio. Weekends. This is the Two Robbies Football Show. Your number one source for Premier League football on NBC Sports Radio. Now, your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Robbie Earl. Easiest of balls to handle. Oh, it's hit the post of Rudiger. And in the side, Ross Barkley is the Chelsea hero. And tempers get trained beside the technical area. Whoever that staff member is of Chelsea has just been an absolute disgrace. No class, no humility. He's gone straight into the face of Jose Marino, Michael Carrick and the Manchester United bench and just celebrated in their face. Disgraceful. In the red corner, representing <laughs> Manchester United, Jose Mourinho. In the blue corner, representing Chelsea Football Club, Marco Iano. Fun and games today at Stamford Bridge. Welcome in to the Two Robbies Football Show with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. Wow. Uh, wow. Fun and games at Stamford Bridge. 2-2 Chelsea against Manchester United. Absolutely. Uh, Robbie Earl, I mean, where do we start? Let's start with your general thoughts of this football match. First of all, Rob, I've got a couple of things to say in that um, you know, England had a brilliant win on last Monday against Spain in the United Nations. But let me tell you something. You cannot beat the Premier League. That was sporting drama of the highest order. And guess who was the lead man again looking for his Oscar? That man, Jose Mourinho. And, and it was a day, Rob, where I got up this, this early this morning, put the game on, I had my new, usual notepad, and then I decided... I'm going to put the notepad down. The X's and O's and the detail and the lineups and the tactics. I'm going to leave Musty and, and Carl Martin to do that. You, you were working on the show. Yeah. I just, I, I'm just going to watch this game as a kind of innocent observer, trying to find, see if I can answer some of my questions. And, and, and I'm particularly looking at Manchester United. And the questions that answered to me are... There are two Manchester Uniteds, Robin mm, Muster. Yeah. There's a first half at Newcastle, first half at Chelsea, Manchester United, and there's a second half Manchester United. Robin Muster, there's two Paul Pogbas. He's <laughs> an undisciplined, sometimes doesn't have his focus on, and then there's a guy who can get serious, can influence the game and become a match winner. These two sloppy goals, which are not consistent to Jose Mourinho's teams. You know, one from a set piece is uh, somebody is let go, another losing a couple of headers in the box and, and, and not picking up late last minutes of the game. Jose Mourinho title winning teams don't allow those things to happen. And finally, there's two Jose Mourinho's. There's the hunted man who I have to say a lot of me today felt that he was provoked in, in, into a reaction. Um, he should get more respect from a Chelsea football club where he, he did win three titles and of course he, he's telling them but you know what in any other football club if you go and win three titles 
people will give you the respect you, you do. And I didn't think he got that. Having said that, Rob, his reaction to the provocation, we don't yeah. know what was said. We saw the, we the, saw the shake scenes, and, yeah. and, and, and all that. And, and it, was, it was terrible. It was disgraceful. And, and I believe the football club have, hand, have handled it well and will handle it mm. behind the scenes well. But I don't know any other Premier League manager who would have reacted in that same way. Does that make him wrong, Rob? Because you know, in the in the game in, the, in our show, mm. on in the in the instant, I was asked yeah. about it. It's like, wow, I can't believe what we've just seen. Yeah, um, awful from the the assistant of Chelsea. Absolutely yeah, awful. Absolutely. We, we showed replays of it yeah. and, and thrown his fist towards his face, and then he came back and must have said something else, which snapped Correct. something in Jose Mourinho. Yeah. and then you know, to see a manager fly off the bench and and, and steam mm. over as if he wants yeah. to go and fight a guy, it just looked wow. Yeah. This is this is this is not right. We shouldn't be seeing this sort of stuff. No. And to be fair, on social media, people said, "You know what? You're wrong this time." Jose, Jose was absolutely provoked into this. You know, or, or, you know, conceding that late goal with all the history and his feelings, his emotions about this football club in, in Chelsea. And and I think that the general thought was, you know what? Not this time. This isn't Jose's fault this time. And on reflection, I think, you know what? Maybe people are right. Maybe this mm-hmm. guy, I mean, this sport, we talk about it so much being an emotional game. We've been there, Rob. We, yeah. I mean, it's so, so powerful when you're there in a big moment. And, and this game Absolutely. with what it means to these football clubs to this guy. So I'm thinking, you know what? I, I can see it. And I, and I hope he doesn't get in trouble for, for his reaction. Um, what did you think? Do you think that there's any blame on Jose that he should have controlled those emotions better? We, we totally agree, of course, Listen, that Chelsea's system was bang yeah. out of order. Listen, we all we all would sit here and, and, and love you know, him to control his emotions, but that's part of the league. I think he was, I wouldn't say blameless, but I think a huge amount of blame has to go on Chelsea, their staff, the reaction of, of the one player. And, and in fairness to Chelsea, they've been brilliant the way they've handled it. Sorry's come out and made the apology. Apparently, the, the man himself's come out and been the apology. There'll be an internal investigation by the football club. They'll make sure that that's done right. Mm. Um, I just think it, it's Jose, Rob. And I, I, as I said before, I can't think of another manager who would react it in the same way. No, I think you're right. I mean, I think you would see a reaction from other managers, but Correct. it would not be. It would not it be, would be it, it might be stand up and it might kind of be reach Correct. over and shout across, but it would. <laughs> and, and where Josie's not blameless, Rob, and, and this is the point I just want to get to, and, and Manchester United fans can, can agree or disagree. If that had kicked off in a brawl down there, that could yeah. it could easily yeah. have happened yeah. involving players, involving coaches, possibly fans, involving security men. Nah, We're right. talking about a whole different situation that taints what I've just called the best league in the world, mm-hmm. why we love it, why we watch it. It would have been a whole different feeling. And that's where, where Jose one is, uh, has to get um, more control of himself as a manager. Two, you're manager of Manchester United, by the way. Mm. The steward. That, that the, there was a steward there that did an amazing yeah, job of getting in his amazing. face. He probably knows Jose as well and managed I think he does. to. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And, and yeah. totally stopped him doing anything that he would have regretted. Just on your on your opening gambit there, Rob. And some, yeah. I, I mean, some, some great analogies there, some great points. I just want to pick up on poor Pogba because yeah. we talk about him a lot. And you mm. made a point that that sometimes his concentration is poor, and yeah. other times he's brilliant. Yeah. Now, again, looking at the game today, I'm looking mm. at it many times on the replay, and I'm trying. 
trying to bring other people in that could have caused this and made it not wholly poor Pogba's yeah. fault. And yeah. again, through social media, people saying to me, well, he, there was a pick there. What do you expect him to do? Well, let me tell everybody right now. There's picks and there's blocks every in every yeah. single every game, week. in every yeah. single set piece. Yeah. You've got to deal with it. As soon as you're on a man-to-man, you get touched tight. And you, as soon as he starts getting close to those other players there, I think it was uh, David Luiz, wasn't it? And, his, yeah. and, uh, and Lindelof. You've got like, okay, oh, wow, this is going to be tight. This is going to be difficult. And I've got to stay with him. I'm going to muscle my way in between. I'm going to make Correct. sure that this guy doesn't, uh, doesn't score. Anything different from you, Rob, on that? No, I, where I saw it, Rob, and, and I, you sometimes put yourself in that situation. When a corner kick's coming into the box, you have to have 100% full concentration on what you're doing. And it wasn't a pick, by the way, because I watched it closely and saw it a couple of times. It was him almost looking like he became in a conversation with David Luiz. And the moment that he did, Rudiger recognised it, ran on the outside. And by the time Pogba reacted, he was too late. And I think the jumping up and down was a bit like half... Couldn't somebody have helped me out because he got a yard on me? But half was him knowing, you know what? I've been done there. I've been caught yes. not fully concentrating on what his job. His job isn't to talk to David Luiz. His job isn't to, 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 to do anything else but make sure Rudiger doesn't get a header towards goal as the corner kick comes in. Mm. You know what? Again, uh, on, on the Jekyll and Hyde performance of Manchester United, Rob, that's mm. the best result of the season for United. Yeah. That's the best result. And, and they played some of the better football again, Rob. Uh, there's, there's it's, not brilliant, it's not brilliant football. And I don't think we're ever going to get to the stage where we're going to go Jose Mourinho and brilliant Manchester United football in the same sentence. But I thought there was an element of, of, of control-ish. In, in the first half, Rob, I mean, it's a, it's a tough 40, 45 minutes to try and kind of break down because yeah. normally your eyes my eyes are telling me God United mm. are doing nothing the, yeah. the, the, Lukaku had nine touches Robbie I'm not sure we've ever seen such a low number for, a, for an outfield player for 45 minutes well. and, and yet Jose afterwards and maybe mm. United fans are happy yeah. with the first half they concede a goal yeah. bad set piece but other than that Chelsea didn't create much and then well. the second half they, they turn it on and, and when they don't think about things too much and think about mm. being defensive they're at their best and, and they throw people forward and they look a threat it's just yeah. a crazy thing we're seeing now with them where they, they're passive they, they, they don't look solid and yet they still find ways to come back well, I wrote, I wrote down three players, Rob, from the first half. One match who came into the team diff, slightly different lineup, almost in the number 10 where you think he's best position. I saw Marcus Rashford and I saw Anthony Martial. And what I saw of those three players were, Matt's first and most important job was to stop Jorginho yeah. getting on the ball. Yeah. Marcus Rashford's f- most important job was to make sure Marcus Alonso didn't get on the yeah. outside. And, and Anthony Martial's yeah. most important job in the first half was to make sure Aspilicueta doesn't Is that doesn't okay, get... Rob? Is that okay? And they did that okay, and that's where they, got, they ended up conceding a goal because Pogba lets the man yeah. go. But if Pogba doesn't let the man right. go, right. he goes in at nil-nil, and that's what Jose wants. And then mm. second half, he can then say, okay, you've done that part of the job now I'm going to let the reins off and we're going to see you as an attacking force the future of Jose Mourinho Rob we've disagreed with it for the last few weeks yeah. where yeah. you and others think you know what it's a matter of days matter of weeks before he gets fired be, I've yeah. kind of said yeah. you know what I think he might limp on I think he might find ways to get results on this mm. bit of a roller coaster that he continues was there signs today and again some people uh, through social media think that you know what I think I think this, yeah. this team now is playing from a little bit is mm. there any argument in that there is some argument. He, listen, this this guy is a champion. And when he does the three champions for, for, for Chelsea and think of Porto, think of Inter, think of Real Madrid, he's a champion, Rob. He's a fighter. 
He's a street fighter, I've called him in the past. And you know what? He's digging his way out, out, out of situations. He doesn't like criticism. None of us like criticism. But you know what? It's getting his back up and he's making it more determined. And I hold my hands up to him because there's many a manager who would have not thrown the towel in, but would have realised, you know what? The writing's on the wall. I'm, I'm going to have to get myself out. This ain't going to happen. Jose Mourinho is clinging on and he's saying to this group of players and he's yeah. saying to this football club, stay with me, believe in me, and I'll turn things around. Now, what the turnaround is, what they win, how they win, if they win, is all questions to be asked. But right now, Jose Mourinho is, is I think, doing enough to suggest that this may, as you say, limp on till the end of the season, maybe not um, Christmas is our first thought. Yeah, listen, Rob, there's, there's, let's keep the conversation going here. There's so much more to talk about United, Chelsea. Yeah. We'll get to some social media tweets as well. We'll be right back with more on the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Did you miss something? Don't sweat it. You can always catch up on the podcast. Right now, we're back with more NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, you can always tweet your thoughts and opinions to us uh, at the Two Robbies NBC. And just want to now go through a few uh, tweets that we had today on reaction to the Manchester United-Chelsea game. And the happy emoji tweets us to say, all this time I thought Mourinho was the big problem, but it turns out Pogba is the de facto problem, bigger problem, like passing the ball to Mata and he'll take care of creativity. John Aponte tweets us to say, at the end of the day, United had three points in their pockets and let it slip away with little left in extra time. Yeah, I had a couple of tweets coming, Rob. Uh, the, the best ones would be Tommy Goodwin said it, uh, the reaction of this is Jose Mourinho to, to what the provocation. Uh, it was reaction of a spring one too tight. The results and rumours are clearly getting to him no matter how many fingers he holds up afterwards. And Radu Madinescu said, I've seen him celebrate many times, especially versus Barcelona. It's very hypocritical of him, Jose Mourinho, to feel all of a sudden angry with someone celebrating even though Chelsea were out of line. So lots of opinion, lots of different thoughts about the game Rob. it was such a good game I think to do it justice we, we've got to just keep rolling with this because these, these individuals these, the team that shape that was a little bit different these Jose Mourinho let's focus attention on, on a guy who some might suggest was one of those who was on the outside with Jose maybe not what we call his golden son but certainly helped him out of a couple of sticky, sticky situations. Tony Martial, as I'm calling him now, <laughs> from that left-hand side. But, yeah. I mean, we, we've seen what the good, the attacking, the confident Martial can bring to Manchester United. Listen, he's a good player. He's a good player. And I know and I get it that sometimes the body language, sometimes mm. the mistakes and the sloppiness is, is the thing that, that drives Jose Mourinho up the wall. And you know it. And sometimes he makes a mistake and you see him look out the corner of his eye. Did the manager see it? What's his reaction to that? But you've got to stick with this guy and he's got to play him. He scored in the last, he scored a very important goal against Newcastle United in terms of the comeback. He gets two today. I mean, he is an important player. He's 22 years of age. It looks like he's going to stay at the, the, the football club because I, th I guess he likes it there and he feels that he's got a long-term future. The, the board certainly do. And for me at the moment, he is, he is more effective than, than Marcus Rashford. But I do like the fact at the moment that those two younger players are in those wide positions and doing the job defensively today. And I'm sure they're not happy about that. But Alexis is on the bench and, and deservedly so. Um, and I, I just, I'm just pleased for Martial, Rob, because I think he is a quality player that offers threat and a goal uh, a, a sniff for goal that the team needs I think he's doing great 
When I go back to those three players, and, and I put Rashford in a very similar position to Marston, I think they have a little bit sort of brittle confidence at times and, and are looking for words from the manager and to, you know, to have their confidence restored. And one matter, and I was just talking, Rob, in terms of, listen, we were up and down midfield players who knew part of our job was to do the industry, to get the ball to play people who had better technical ability and, and, and do our thing. But you know when you're one of those technical players, and we've all played with them at, at different levels, I just wondered how the mentality is of, of Anthony Martial when he knows for 45 minutes all he's going to really be challenged on is stopping Aspilicueta. And Marcus Rashford chasing Marcus Alonso. Doesn't that, doesn't that take away from old. their footballing ability what yeah. they can really bring to the football club? Mm. And so in time, after three or four games... You know, Martial might score a few more goals and then almost be thinking, I've really got to keep chasing this fullback. And he lets him down and then Jose takes him out of the team and we get that spiral again. Yeah, yeah. and there's been history of that. He falls out of players in those positions and he can mm. only get those guys to do that for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And that's what the concern is. Just on, an, an, on a better story of a player that's had a loss, Dick, Lou Shaw, Rob, signing a new yeah. five-year contract. Report saying 250000 dollars a week, which is stunning money. Mm. Is that does does Jose get credit for this or or was he? All, I I tend to think you know what he's a he's a quality player. He should always yeah. been in his plans. Yeah. Or is Jose had to rehab him a little bit? Because it's Jose, listen, we'll probably take the negative thing. Listen, it, it maybe a bit of tough love and, and, and fairness. Luke Shaw came out, I think, at a recent England gathering and said, you know, the, how the managers worked with me and and, and the, the tough times he's given me have made me a better player, made me understand. So. Listen, I haven't got a problem with the way Jose Mourinho handles Luke Shaw and, and it looks like he's getting the best of him and we're getting the footballer that we knew was there for Southampton in the early Monday really? night. I mean, he gave, him, he gave us some harsh The public stuff, I, I've, not been, I, yeah. I've been uncomfortable, Rob. Right. The, the public stuff on a guy who you can tell is sensitive, who yeah. feels it, who is uncomfortable in the public eye for those things. Now, mm. that's where I'd like to think and we don't know if there's any learning with Jose or he's a special one and he's got it all, but I would like to think that's the learning of Jose Mourinho, that he's probably seen over a period of time now, this is how I've got to handle Luke Shaw. I can't keep throwing him out under the bus publicly because he doesn't react to that well. The rollercoaster ride that is Jose Mourinho Manchester United mm. this season, Rob, are we starting to see, you know what, maybe he's going to sort this out, maybe we're going to see a consistent lineup. maybe now he's going to get this team really on board and they're going to start was... winning. Is there a good run in this team right now? Today, or... Rob, is the drama going to continue? It's a really good question. And today, I look at the back four. I don't think it's a Jose Mourinho back four. Young, small, Lindelof and Shaw. I don't think as a back four, the way he plays with strength and durability and all that. But they've, they've done the job today, give up two silly goals. The midfield three looks more like a Jose Mourinho team. Two mm. hard-working, powerful boys. One with a little bit more license, like a one matter. Mm. Threats on the outside from, from Martial and Rashford. And Lukaku didn't have a good day. Looks like he's lacking a little bit of confidence and service, he'll, he'll say. But that looks more like a Jose Mourinho team of the past that we've known. Now, whether that starts to become a shape and some come in, some come out, whether Fellaini changes that when he thinks on certain days he's got to go even bigger with more power, mm. uh, people like uh, Lingard, coming, would, would he be part of it? But the shape seems to look and feel better to me, Rob, than, than systems I've seen him playing in the past. I'll tell you what we're going to know, mate. In the next week or so, we're going to know. 
Juventus at home in the Champions League on Tuesday, followed by Everton at home. Two massive games at Old Trafford. Yeah. Then we'll know a little bit more about this, this new-look uh, Mourinho team. Yeah, so despite another character-building comeback at the bridge, Jose Mourinho had to settle for a point, but he nearly started punching at his old stomping ground. Next, we'll turn our attention to Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City. They're all going to be challenging for the title. We'll discuss them when we get back. You're listening to Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. You're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show. We're online and on demand 24-7. This is NBC Sports Radio and NBCSportsRadio.com. Every day is game day. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. Now with Chelsea's late equaliser against Manchester United, that's three teams now after nine Premier League games are unbeaten. Manchester City and Liverpool as well. And we'll get to those teams, Rob, but let's mm. go to the other side of this game, this, this amazing game at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea, yeah. Um, yeah. with Mauricio Sarri, this new style of football, um, didn't quite... Again, after the game today, Rob, I, 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 of course, gave a little credit to Manchester United, but I was disappointed in Chelsea. I thought even yeah. the first half, when the game was there for them, they didn't drive at it to try and get another goal. I didn't see the, 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 the possession control or any silky football particularly in the second half they lost control a little bit I was a little disappointed with Chelsea what, what did you think? Uh, yes but first of all I'm going I'm, I'm to give him a bit, bit of credit Rob uh, 2-1 down at home with a, less than a couple of minutes on, on, on the clock mm. to, to stay unbeaten tells me something about this group and I think is a compliment to Maurizio sorry what he's come in it's a football club as we've continually said has found a way to still win silverware when there's been change, mm. when there's been upheaval in the football club. And I think that's something that's embedded in the club, in enough of the players that are there, and, and that's something that's important um, and something that they, they've got to build on. Um, but I agree. And, and, and where I was disappointed today was I thought when the game became in the balance, when United had their better spells in, in the game, Chelsea didn't do the thing that Chelsea have done all season. Yeah. They didn't pass the ball yeah. and regulate the game yeah. in the manner yeah. they did. It was a little ball. bit worrying that mm. for so long we've seen all that and all of a sudden in a big high-pressure game, they kind of couldn't quite get to it. Now, is a reason that you know international football players have been away, come back midweek and things like that. Could be a reason. But if I was Mauricio, uh, Mauricio sorry, I'd be just a little disappointed that never really dominated the ball and regulated the tempo of the game as we've seen against all kinds of opposition so far this season and we've I've kind of known who Chelsea are today I didn't I didn't really recognize this Chelsea the only thing I would say about that I think over the last couple of weekends Chelsea played in a way in certain parts of these matches where I, I think I said to you, wow, this is kind of a little bit like last season's Chelsea where they're happy enough to, to, to block behind the ball and just actually defend for a little while. Yeah. Um, and maybe they got into that routine, Rob, that, that they thought that they could do that to see out the game or whatever. Um, but there was a lot of talk about Chelsea being the real deal and are they the real mm. deal and are yeah. they title contenders? Mm. And I think, well, I certainly said that I just don't see them being towards the top at the end of the season. And I thought we saw a part of the reason, a big part of the reason why today. And it's something that we've talked about a lot. And I feel for the guy a little bit. He's 25 years of age. He's a new striker uh, coming into this Premier League. He's a beautiful Alvaro, man. He's a beautiful, he's a beautiful handsome, man. very nice looking guy. 
but he's not doing it for Chelsea. The ball <laughs> breaks down on him. Uh, you know, mm. and I feel that they Alvaro need Marata, him. They need, they, yeah, absolutely. They need him to be mm. the man. They need yeah. him to find some form, to find some goals. Um, and to be fair to Mauricio Sarri, he's given an opportunity uh, by playing him, but he still see him dropping to the ground, not doing what he should do. It's a big well, problem. Rob, when you've got Willian, Pedro and Adin Hazard, who... Like, obviously like playing together, play with a speed and directness and that could hurt big defenders. Could it have been a day to possibly go, go with those three against the United when you would have expected Manchester United would go with Lindelof and Smalling? Would they have found it difficult maybe with Hazard at the top and Pedro and Willian either side? Is that something that he might have to think of maybe till we get to the window when he does? Because I've got to tell you as well, and, 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 I, and I love the big Frenchman myself, but Olivier Giroud doesn't win you the title. No, no, he doesn't. I, the, the only thing... Is there a deal to be done in January, Robbie? Mm. Is there a deal? He's, yeah. he's a good age. It's, he's got some pedigree with some teams behind him. Is there well, a team out get, there? Who'd you get, Rob? Who'd you get coming well, in? You, could you do a deal with, with another big club around, around Europe that, you know what, Avram Morata, you know, he, mm. he's not worked but in the Premier League. But it's not going to be a club a, with ambition, is it? Because then no one's going to let you take their 20-plus mm. goal a season no, man I know. mid-season. That, that's going to be the problem. I know it's tough. I know it's tough. I'm just trying mm. to find a way out of this, this solution. And, of course, if Azar gets 25, 30 goals, then you have, a, you have an answer to it. But yeah. I don't believe that he... I mean, of course, he's been magnificent, the best player mm. in the league this season. And uh, I just don't see him getting those sort of numbers. And, you know, between Giroud and Morata, it's just not going to be enough. Now, I mean, maybe that's not all bad. And you can't expect Chelsea... Yeah. Maybe to win the title with a new mm. manager and maybe he needs a couple of windows to make some changes there. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, I was a little disappointed and again, the striker uh, was a big reason today why I thought they'd lost control. Maybe if they've got a guy that can hold the ball up like previous strikers at this football club, mm. maybe it would have helped them. Um, but he had, a, he had another poor day. Yeah, quick line, very quick line on, on Ross Barkley as well, Rob. Good to see mm. him sort of starting to have influence yeah. internationally and at club football. Looks like he's he's got his football head on, taking things more seriously. And, you know, good for Chelsea, good for him and, and good for Engl- England as well. Gal Southgate, I'm sure, is pleased with his form. Uh, moving on to yeah. the team that I think everybody thinks will finish top of, of the table. I, I watched this one, Manchester City v Burnley. It was um, nostalgic for, for Joe Hart to go back to, to his former club. They've named uh, a pitch at the training ground after him, you know, He's one of the City legends. That's about as good a welcome as, as Joe Hart got, to be honest. City ran out 5-0 winners. Uh, Aguero getting the first. The second, a little bit of controversy over the second, whether it should have been penalty kick. The referee played advantage. Bernardo Silva scored. The rest is history. Riyad Mahrez getting an important goal for them. A couple of standout things. John Stones um, started the game at, at, at right back. Ah. Riyad Mahrez started on that right-hand side after missing the Liverpool. I think it was important for him scoring and playing. Rio Sané started on the left. And after 60 minutes of the game, there was no bigger cheer than when Kevin De Bruyne came on the pitch mm. and had 30 minutes and played a couple of brilliant passes, Rob. Okay. So yeah. he's back, uh, looks like, you know, a couple more games. He's going to be back up to fitness and um, back up to speed. Yeah, I, I look at this and I see five goals. I see five different goal scorers. Mm. I see Leroy Sane doing great things, scoring and assisting. He looks mm. sharp at the moment, which has got yeah. to be great news for him. And you just said it, 58 minutes, uh, Kevin De Bruyne comes into the match as well. So... I think that's what sets them apart a little bit, Rob, isn't it? I mean, we yeah. talk about the front three of, of uh, look at Liverpool and other you talk teams. about centre-forwards and yeah. attackers. I mean, but, but City got goals abundance. throughout the team. Yeah. Absolutely abundance. throughout the team. Bernardo Silva again with another goal. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a really good day and a comfy day for them against Burnley. Yeah. So let's move it on to Jurgen Klopp and, and Liverpool, Rob, because... Um, 
It was a different Liverpool today, and I'm not sure a difference good or difference different or difference bad. Can I help me out on this one, mate? What, what, how how do you see Liverpool? Well, I tell, I saw, I saw this. I saw, and I know what you mean. So, so it wasn't they get one nil up, yeah, and. Normally, you either get with them this season, mm. go on and try and score another goal, and we've seen yeah. that in previous seasons with Jurgen Klopp. But yeah. more often, we've seen a little bit different game management, and mm. and that's okay as well. But at one nil, I di- I just didn't get a sense of they're secure defensively, and they didn't go on and drive for a second goal. So it then becomes a little bit of a risky ploy, just to. You know, we're okay. We're one nil up. This is Huddersfield. We're mostly in control, but I, I. Mm. I don't want to say they got away with it today because they were, they were of course, the better side, yeah. and 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 maybe they could have they could have raised a level if they needed to. Mm. And Huddersfield are aren't good; they are struggling. I yeah. just it, it's it's a really good result. I think yeah. um, in an ideal world, you want to see them be a little bit more in terms of goal scoring, like like some of the other teams have mm. at times, City and stuff. But it was, um, it's funny actually, we can go and talk about Spurs as well. I thought it was a very similar performance because I watched the Spurs game and then the yeah. Liverpool game, different time slots today. And they were very similar, like teams that are really good teams yeah. and they're finding ways to win, but it's not particularly great. And that's okay. That's okay. okay. I mean, they're both going to get better. And Liverpool today, I thought, uh, was efficient, mm. a little bit risky when you're 1 0, of course. Mm. But in general, well done. Squad players played. You know, I thought uh, Lalana looked yeah. really bright. I think Shakiri, quality it's, it's for the goal. Yeah. And of course, Mo Salah scored a goal. And storage started. So we, we've seen some of that depth. And I think that's important because we talk, got to remember, Cater wasn't involved. Fabinho came on yeah, last some minute. Issues. And, and, you know, and, and, and Mane. So. There's depth there, and I think that's going to be important to Liverpool. So, so my kind of big question, and, and I was looking similar to you, my thoughts on, on Liverpool, and I'm thinking they're trying to control games now a different way, and it's not frenzied attack. It's not scoring mm. more goals to give us like a two or three goal cushion. It's sometimes saying one's enough, and that's okay, Rob. Can Liverpool win a title this way? Can they? Can they continue to do? Can they learn? enough on their feet doing it this way because that's what I'm kind of sensing is they play brilliant football and we say lovely things about them but they haven't won anything for haven't won the big trophies for for some time and certainly haven't won the Premier League title at all Mm. is Jurgen Klopp is this part of this team's development to winning the title and going on to bigger titles and is this part of the learning that we're going to see with Liverpool yes yes and yes and yes they can win the title doing this they can absolutely win the title doing this because sometimes in seasons you need to grind away a little bit and keep the wins going. We mm. haven't seen the best of Liverpool. We no. haven't seen the best of their midfield. We, well, of course, will, haven't seen the best of the front three. Will we have to see the best? Maybe that's a better yes. question. Will we have to see yes. the best for them to win the title? Yes, absolutely we will. Uh, but right now, when you're joint top and you're not yeah. playing great and your, yeah. your, your, your real top, top talent isn't quite... Uh, firing on all cylinders, it's absolutely fine to play like this and to win these games and another clean sheet. And again, Van Dijk looks mm. at, looks the flipping million yeah. dollars back there. And Lovren's done okay, and Gomez continued it right back. I just anticipate that those front players will find some form. I mean, the goal, the score today, I mean that's quality right there. I mean By that the was way, their only shot on target. Was it? Well, wow. but, 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 but when you that's can do that, absolutely. there aren't many teams that Brilliant can score goal. a goal like that. I mean, the, the, the cleverness, goal. the through, the weight of the pass from Shakiri, mm. and the finish with his, his weaker foot absolutely. was excellent. So I, I still think it's a good question, but yes, they can win mm. a title and they can keep grinding, but they must find the top form going forward uh, later in the season. 
Absolutely. The, sta- the style police might be not too happy with Liverpool at the moment, but they sit up there right at the top of the table. And Robbie must say they are 10 points ahead of where they were at the same mm. stage of, of the season mm. last year. Mm. So we'll take a break. That's it for most of the big boys. After the break, we'll discuss Spurs and look at the rest of the results, whether you're top, middle or bottom of the table. This is Two Robbie's Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a tick. All right. Where were we when we were so rudely interrupted? Welcome back to Two Robbies Football Show. There was a big derby at the London Stadium. West Ham v Spurs today. Spurs again getting all three points. But what was the story behind this one, Rob? Was there more than the one goal for, for, for Spurs in it? Not really. I mean, you know, again, a little bit like Liverpool. Spurs are getting the job done, which is which is full credit, which is... You know, encouraging in terms of their title race. They now are equal points, 21, with, with uh, Chelsea. Um, for me, the story of this game was Eric Lamella. Scored the goal. He looks bright. Human Son got left out of the side from the last league game. Lamella played. Son's really struggled for goals recently with, with many uh, games gone without him mm. scoring. Uh, and Lamella looked bright. Again, you know, some of the key players, um, Harry Kane had moments, but again, didn't look at his best. But it's a good sign that the Spurs are winning games, Rob, without playing well. And just a, just a quick kind of over, overview on this. There's a yeah. lot of teams, not only in the Premier League, but in, in leagues around the world, that the World Cup is affecting their star players and the star mm. teams. We've seen it in the Premier League. City just starting to find some form. United, Spurs, Liverpool. I mean, Chelsea have been very good. Um, I guess Arsenal a little different. So it, it's been difficult for some of these sides to find top form. Spurs didn't find top form, but it was enough to win a tricky derby away at West Ham United. Talking of tricky, are Spurs, could Spurs find themselves in a tricky situation? Not particularly done, doing well in Champions League. The, the PSV, I know, them coming up. Mm. Uh, defeating that competition could lead to Europa League football which I'm sure isn't what uh, Mitchell Pochettino wants with this group. You can talk about the amount of games. That would just ramp up to, yeah. to another level. Yeah. Might they get a tricky situation coming up with, with Liga and European football if they don't you know, almost go straight wins all the way through the Champions League and make sure they give themselves a chance of qualifying? But they might, but, but what are you going to do? They've got to go to win every game, Rob. Yeah. This is the Champions League. They've got to go to the last uh, six match day to try and find a way mm-hmm. through. Inter Milan, I, you know, I'm not sure they're going to be super consistent. Of course, they beat Spurs. Spurs lost the first two games. This is a must-win game for them. But I don't think we're going to get to a situation where, oh, Spurs are really struggling. Let's not bother. Let's finish bottom so we can, we can leave the Europa League and focus on the Premier League. I think they'll be going for it throughout. It's huge for them. But they have to win, certainly, this game uh, coming up. Uh, it's away, isn't it? Uh, in I know yeah. on Wednesday. I was, I was sort of glancing at this game. I was mm. watching the Man City game during the day, so we had a perspective yeah, well, on both. And, and I saw the last sort of five, ten minutes, uh, Harry Kane came off. Obviously, he's had a lot of football in the last mm. week or two. Fernando Llorente came onto the football pitch and I was like, wow. Ooh, who's this guy? <laughs> he's still there, is he? And, and, mm-hmm. and then when he started playing, Rob, I went, wow, who's this guy? <laughs> I mean, is that the quality of replacement down this as we get into the winter period and in the Christmas period? Is is that lack of depth? We saw Liverpool yeah. bring players. Is that lack of depth 
possibly going to harm Chelsea. Yeah. It, it's been the same. It's just been the same for for ages, isn't it? There's not a yeah. brilliant replacement for Harry Kane. He's got to play week in week out. It's 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 not mm. easy, uh, and that is going to be an issue. But listen, a win is a win. They're yeah. in a great spot in the league, and they will get better. Just a couple of other notes, Rob. Any other business around the league? A little shout out to Cardiff City. They beat Fulham today four yeah. two, and shot. their first Premier League win of the season. Um, good for them. Good for Will, uh, Neil Warnock. It might be the big result that gives them a bit of a kickstart into the season. Yeah, bit of a problem for Newcastle. Still yep. no wins for Rafa Benitez's team. They sit bottom of the table at the moment, Rob. Um, lost to Brighton. And I, I was saw a little bit of this game and was just thinking of the contrast. Look what Brighton have done. Spent money, had to go give Chris Uton a chance. Mm. Rafa Benitez hasn't. I'm not sure if Rafa's going to be able to pull his magic out on this one again, Rob. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I just still think they've got a little bit of quality there and one result might lead to another to get them out of it. But after wait and see, they are banging trouble as we look at the yeah. table right now. 20th and spot. A, a bump back down to earth the Wolves they got beat 2-0 yeah. at home to Watford probably just a little uh, reminder that the Premier League's not quite as easy as they may have think right must see that just leaves us time for tweet of the day and this goes this week to John Ponte, who said that Jose was a big problem at Manchester United but Paul Pogba is now a bigger one perhaps maybe even passing the ball to one matter to create things will be a better thing for Manchester United so John make sure you direct message your address and we'll get a two Robbie Scott to you in the post in the next couple of days so on a day when Man United fought back from a goal down to get a draw and Jose was nearly fighting on the touchline with a Chelsea assistant coach remember for more drama discussion and disagreements make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcast to download the two Robbie's show and finally for me thanks to all the good folks at Culver City you as ever are our star players yeah thanks for everybody for listening to the show and letting us know your thoughts through social media look out for two Robbie's Europod on Thursday now we'll react to the remaining games in the Premier League of course there's Champions League and Europa League action as well that we will talk about and as normal we'll be back here on NBC Sports Radio next Saturday 5pm Eastern Time for another two Robbie's football show so until then it's good night from me good night from him good night good night Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.